You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 327, the solo series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. We are on episode 327. Can you listen and trust? You know, I talk a lot about self-trust when I send out the Daily Dose of Inspiration emails. And if you are not signed up for the Daily Dose of Inspiration emails, please go to tinyurl.com forward slash kvdailydose. That is tinyurl.com forward slash kvdailydose and sign up for the Daily Dose of Inspiration, which oftentimes ends up being a get-it-together talk usually one that I'm having with myself that I share with my email subscribers, but it is inspirational, motivational, and very often it is a kick in the pants to get moving. Um, So go to tinyurl.com forward slash KV Daily Dose. But I mentioned the Daily Dose of Inspiration because I do spend a lot of emails talking about this idea of really listening to your inner knowing and learning how to trust yourself, which is a difficult process when most of us have been raised in an environment where from pretty much birth, you know, it's kind of like, don't trust yourself. Your parents know best. They know what what is best for you. They know you better than anybody else. So we are raised to unlearn self-trust. And then by the time we get to adulthood, we don't necessarily trust what we get from our intuition or trust what we get from inner knowing because we have spent the first 20 or so years really believing that other people, other structures, other role models, that they actually know what is better for us than we do. So it is an it is an unlearning and a relearning that has to happen as we move through our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s of really tapping back into our inner knowing, really listening for the inklings of what we should be doing, but then trusting what we hear, right? So it's one thing to to regain your ability to hear your inner knowing. It's quite another to then hear the messages that come across and listen to them, heed them and do something about them. So in today's episode, I want to talk about Really, what does it take to listen and to trust what you hear and to move forward with what your intuition, your inner knowing, your higher self is 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 telling you to do? You know, the first point I want to talk about is is this whole idea of avoiding yourself. Lots of us spend years just avoiding avoiding who we really are, avoiding what we really want. Um, not coming face to face with truths that we don't yet feel ready to deal with, right? So a lot of us will avoid a truth we know is there because once we acknowledge that it's there, then then naturally we're like, well, then I have to do something about it. And since I know I'm not ready to do anything about it, I don't want to face it because I already know I'm not ready to do anything about it, right? That's the thinking. But anytime you avoid a truth in your life, it also means you're avoiding yourself. And whenever you are avoiding yourself, you are avoiding your path and running from the opportunity you have to actually go on that path and trust that path. So it is much bigger than avoiding one situation or one scenario or one issue. 
The moment you avoid one issue, you are avoiding yourself, which also means you're avoiding your path and running from the opportunity to trust yourself, to be on the path that this person, situation, or thing that you're avoiding is really helping you get on. It reminds me of the the Marcus Aurelius quote that by far is my favorite quote of all time, and it's this, the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. Let me say this again, Marcus Aurelius, the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. See, avoiding yourself is avoiding your path and running from the opportunity you have to trust that path and to be on that path. So once you start to understand that anything that you you intrinsically feel like you want to avoid is actually something that's meant to be faced because the impediment to action, right? The thing you're you're, you're avoiding is actually the thing that's going to advance action. What stands in the way, the thing you don't want to face, becomes the way. So when you want to avoid something, it's really avoiding you and avoiding the path that you're actually meant to be on. So that gives you a little bit of a push to face it because that is your path to face it. That is part of your path. So we want to get to a place where we're no longer avoiding situations that then lead us to avoid ourselves and avoid our path. Here's the second point I want to make about listening and trusting yourself. Only you knows the way. Meaning from where you started at birth to where you actually are meant to end up by the time you pass on, you know the way. Nobody else knows the way. They may think they know the way. You may go to a psychic. You may go to your parents. You may go to a role model. You may read people's books. You might read my books. I don't know your way. You know your way. And it is up to you to listen for what next steps to take and to trust yourself enough to do what you hear. Here's the thing. You know your way. You know what you want. You know what you need. You know, And part of what gets in our way in terms of really trusting this idea that we know the way is that oftentimes the way that is that is really ringing most true for us In the moment that we hear that truth, we have no clue how we're going to get there, right? Like you might sit with yourself and say, okay, where do I want my life to go? And I know what I'm doing right now professionally is not for me. And I know where I live geographically is not for me. And I know that, you know, the relationship I am is not for me. Like you could have all these things in your life on, on on an energetic and soul level, you feel the not rightness of stuff. And so then you sit for a moment and go, okay, well, what is right for me? And immediately your soul will answer. Your intuition will say, boom, boom, boom. Here's what's right for you. Oftentimes what we hear to the current experience of our lives feels super unattainable. We are like, okay, but how am I going to get there from here? How am I going to actually like, so It's not that we can't hear what our inner knowing is saying, and it's not that we don't know that it's true, but the thing that gets us all caught up is we don't know the how, and here's what I'm going to say to that. 
Just because you don't know the how in the moment doesn't mean you don't know and trust the way. You've got to then say to yourself, when the way shows up and you say, okay, what's my way? What needs to shift in my life? What needs to change? And the answers start coming. The only thing you need to focus on is what is the next step towards that? Not the next 50 steps, not the whole plan. When you know what the way is, you just go, what next step do I need to take? And usually the next step is very simple and very doable, but you've got to trust yourself enough to do what you hear, to do the next step that your intuition tells you to do. And you've got to stay out of the trap of wanting the whole plan instead of needing the next step of the plan. So again, you know the way but it still is up to you to listen for what next steps to take and to trust yourself enough to do what you hear is the next step to take. Point number three in terms of listening and trusting yourself is this, listening for your inner knowing, listening for the inklings of your spirit. It does require three things. Number one, dedicated time. You need at least 10 to 15 minutes a day where you can be still and be quiet and listen. And if you cannot find at least 10 to 15 minutes a day, something is not going right in your life. You are living on someone else's agenda. If you can't pull 10 to 15 minutes a day to just sit with your own mind and say, talk to me, what do I need to know today? 10 to 15 minutes, that's it. So listening requires one, dedicated time, two, safe space. Oftentimes, when we aren't taking 10 to 15 minutes of dedicated time, it's not because we don't have the 10 to 15 minutes. Oftentimes, it's because we don't have any space that feels safe enough to sit and listen for 10 to 15 minutes. So sometimes the safe space can be in your house, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes you have to drive somewhere, go to the beach, go to the park, uh, do a hike, like, and, and, and safe space and quiet space you know, 10 to 15 minutes of dedicated time on a hike while you're listening on your Beats headphones to, you know, boom, boom music. That's not quiet. That's not being with yourself. That's being with the music that's flowing through your ears, through your headphones. So listening requires dedicated quiet time in a safe space. In other words, in a quiet, nurturing, safe space where you can actually let your guard down and relax enough to hear. And the third thing that listening requires is openness to what you hear. Because you know what? Sometimes my intuition will speak and I don't like what I hear. I do not. I am like, but no, to my intuition. But no, I don't agree with that. I don't like it. Um, and yeah, it is still true, right? So you've got to have 10 to 15 minutes of a day where you can listen to your own mind in a safe space, a quiet nurturing space where you can let your guard down and relax enough to hear and then openness to what you hear. Because you know what? You may not agree with or feel confident about what you hear. This is where faith comes in. You've got to be open to the messages that come and you have to be willing to follow through on them. So you need those three things in order to really listen to your inner knowing, dedicated time, safe space, and openness to what you hear. Final point in this question of, of can you listen and can you trust? The only way to trust yourself 
is to actually trust yourself, to make decisions and take actions from a place of self-trust, even if you're afraid to trust. Let me go a little bit deeper on this. So you are not You do not want to be the person who requires decades of reliable evidence that you are worthy of trusting yourself. That is not faith. That is the opposite of faith, if that's what you need. There comes a point in your life where even if you want to pursue something you've never pursued on a level you've never pursued it, you have got to have enough faith in yourself to extend yourself trust on a whole other level knowing you have no evidence to back up that you yourself are worthy of that level of your own trust. It is a faith thing entirely. It has nothing to do with data, nothing to do with evidence, nothing to do with, well, this is how trustworthy I've been of myself in the past. In fact, you may be at a point in your life where you look back on all of the stupid, dumb decisions you've made. And you may say, there is nothing in my past that would suggest that I should at all trust myself. And yet, you still at some point have to understand that the only way from this moment forward to trust yourself is actually to extend trust to yourself. So the only way to trust yourself is to trust yourself. That's where faith becomes important because you've got to have enough faith in you to say, maybe I've made pretty bad decisions in my life and maybe I have no history of, of or proof that I should trust myself but I'm now going to extend myself grace and I'm going to extend myself faith and I'm going to trust myself. And then I'm going to follow through and be worthy and become worthy of my own trust because I know the stakes are higher now. And I know that even though I'm afraid to trust myself, it is by choosing to trust myself that I will become a person worthy of my own trust. Let me say that again, by choosing to trust myself, I will now become a person worthy of my own trust. The only way you become a person worthy of your own trust is to trust yourself. Chicken or the egg, right? The only way you become a person worthy of your own self-trust is to extend trust to yourself. So you've got to do that at the end of the day. The only way to trust yourself is to actually trust yourself, to make decisions and take actions from a place of self-trust, from a place of saying, I know this is meant for me. I'm making this decision consciously and intentionally. I know there are consequences. I know there are sacrifices. I am choosing this journey fully and completely, and I can handle whatever comes. That is what it feels like and looks like to take actions from a place of self-trust. Now, doesn't mean you're not afraid while you say all those things. Doesn't mean you're not afraid while you do all those things. It means no matter how much fear you have in you in the moment, you are still going forward anyway because you are extending trust to yourself, knowing that on the other side of this, you will become a person worthy of your own self-trust. So in the Living Courageously series, listening and trusting yourself is one of the parts of living courageously, being able to say, I'm a person who knows how to hear my own soul. I'm a person who can extend trust to myself and who can rebuild trust with myself after it's been broken. And who knows that in order to become a person worthy of my own trust, I must extend my own trust to me in faith, not in sight. 
that is living courageously. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of She Wins the Show. Please share this with someone you know who really needs to work on listening and trusting themselves or who does a beautiful job of it. And maybe they just need this as a reminder that, hey, you are doing awesome at trusting your inner knowing and listening to your inner knowing. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you.